This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to the Basic Bookers Podcast, episode 180. And if you don't know, after all those, I'm Rich the Riz, here with my bro, still the champ, Basement Jair. I'm the champion for life, I feel. I'm ready to be buried with it, you know? Mm-hmm. I wish I could bring it with me to NXT. I think I'll get, I'll get it adjusted, and I'll have it on my wrist. Because I'm the champ who runs the camp. Are you now? Well, yeah, I just said I was. Okay. What's this? Are you now? Yes, <laughs> I said yes. Yes, I am. Yes. Well, we got a big show. We got an episode of Royce's Raw coming up. But before that, of course, as always, you gotta have your appetizers. Not a lot this week. Uh, Ho Ho Loon. Did you mention this last week? Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, I don't know if it was on air. Uh, Ho Ho. Uh, for though, in case it wasn't on air, uh, he requested his re- uh release last week and was granted it because his mother is sick. So, go go help your mom. Whatever you gotta do. If that's the truth, uh, I don't know why it wouldn't be. Like the network is like just about to launch in China, so I figure they'd probably give him a completely undeserved push if he were still there. Because they don't, I think they have they have one other Chinese superstar, and he's even less ready than Ho Ho Loon was. Yeah, well, all this push a guy because of the market doesn't really work. Because it didn't work with Jinder Mahal. So it didn't. That's what it says. Can you recite his lyrics again in English? I got you, buddy. I don't remember them because it was two weeks ago. It was pretty damn intense. It is intense, but I'm just saying, like, they're. The numbers aren't the same, you know? Like, we like them, but I'm just saying that you shouldn't push somebody just because... Well, the speculation is because India is so poor, and the... WWE is expensive, yeah, I know. And, and people in India pretty much only want to spend money on cricket games. Well, yeah. Why don't they just make things cheaper? WWE? Yeah. Think about it. If it costs less, but more people are buying it, you should make more money. As long as you cover the costs. That's the problem. I think, honestly, they would probably benefit by taking a hit, by, like, taking a bit of a loss touring India, where, like, if they get a few people to go, maybe even if they if they paper it a little bit, people will say, oh, wow, it was a really great show. You know what? We should save some of our money and go next time. Like, do one tour where they lose money Build hype, and then go back and make money. Or um, write compelling storylines and build characters. <laughs> well, they like they watch the shows, they watch the TV. It's just a matter of going to the shows. But you had to make it so people pay for it, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that doesn't seem to work. You're, yeah, but it's not. You're not incentivizing people to go to shows. They don't do title changes international. Unless it's like a televised special or something like fucking uh, one of the NXTs that they did. The Japan one. Yeah, so that's all I'm saying. 
that's why I don't do business. I don't know anything about business. Yeah, I, I think I think it would be a it would be a potentially it would be a calculated risk. I think it might end up being worth it in the long run. But oh, you send that up to Totem Pole. You got this right. man on your phone. Yeah, I'll, I'll text him later. Text him, but not before. Well, he's up all night. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no. And a sad, sad note this week. A legendary career cut short just four years in. Officially finished with WWE this week. It's Eva Marie. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Good riddance. Yeah. See you on Pornhub, bitch. Next. Yeah, I can't wait. Fuck. <laughs> I can't wait. I don't think her husband probably won't let her. Uh, he's not He's not even going to be with her. Listen. Like, all, that's that's over. Yeah, all she has to do is start running with the wrong crowd, get get some... That's uh, it, man. That's it. It's over. She's done with that guy. She's going to move attention on. Attention listeners, if any of you know Eva Marie and Tammy Sitch, if you can like get them to start hanging out. No... No, hey, if if anyone's gonna, she's still young and pretty, so it'll be a while. It's 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 one that starts to fade that they start doing things. See, she's at the age where she's not young enough to do the teen stuff, but she's not old enough to do the milf stuff. You know, like in the middle ish. In the middle is perfectly fine. No, you don't understand. No, I hear you. Like, you want to have a niche, but... No. You're not listening to me. I got this from a podcast I listened to about this dude that did, like, a documentary on the Mm -hmm. industry. A pornumentary? And, like, the ones who are in the middle, they have trouble finding work. It's weird. It's like, I don't don't get the problem with that. It's like, you have to, like, be really hot, probably. You have to be hot in the middle. And she's not? I was gonna say she is. All right. But it's not the same amount of money if she, like, just chills because she has the same agent as The Rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. she still has a chance. Like, we're joking around, but she's she probably has a better chance, like, acting. Well, if the if it's about finding a market, like, there are other things she could do in the meantime. She could do foot stuff. She could do uh, dominatrix stuff. Or she could just be an actress. Because that's what she wants to do, I think. What's the difference? Are we having a serious conversation about this? Or, like, (laughs) I'm trying here. I'm just... We're supposed to be speculating. Like, I don't care. I don't care what she does. Fuck her. I'm I'm saying... I'm trying to be professional here. Ready for the nudes. Ready for the nudes. It's just not... It's too soon. They get... It's when they get older that they start to lose hope. (sighs) If... If if the history holds up, then then th- 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 that's it. That's when they start to give up. Oh, what was, what was that movie she was in recently? Who? Eva Marie? I don't know. She was in a movie. She was in a movie? Yeah, she was in a movie. She should have been in the Baywatch movie. The Rock should have hooked her up. Yup. Oh, well. Same same agent. Isn't, isn't the agent The Rock's ex-wife? What? I said that. Uh, just now? Oh, you know what? I, I, for some reason, thought you knew that. I didn't know that. I said they had the same agent. Yeah. I mentioned it. And then I said, isn't the agent, isn't the agent See, the Rock's I ex-wife? you knew that already. I did know that. So, okay. I know that. But, like, I just remembered it. 
All right. And I'm confirming to make sure that my memory is correct because you know my memory. I know of it, yes. I know it's, uh, in theory, it's a thing. In theory, you have one. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, theoretically. Next! Next. It's just for news. Oh. Well, this episode better be good because... Unless we want to talk about uh, how Impact wanted to strike a deal with this restaurant. And the restaurant's like, yeah, how about you uh, release the uh, trademark on the Broken Universe and then we'll talk. Yeah, alright, what do you want to say about it? That's it. Aside from what that it happened. That's what happened. Well, you don't want to get into business with people that might be liars. So you can't really trust them. So that's another valid point from the restaurant. Indeed. The restaurant has a deal with a bunch of guys from WWE, including the Hardys and Braun Strowman. Well, there you go. So, yeah. GFW should just sell that tape library and bounce. Jeff's, uh, Jeff's holding on. He's not too old to hope. I'm more run at the title, brother. I'm so glad he's not on TV. What if he comes back to TV? You know he can't not come back to TV. I will then actively boycott as opposed to be passively boycotting. I just don't have time for GFW. I know. So Should we talk about the Raw and the SmackDown? Uh, what's up, man? What are, how short is your episode that you're trying to pad here? I told you, it's three pages, like 1,700 words. Double-spaced. Not double-spaced. All right, single-spaced. You do have spaces. The spaces. Okay. That's just one long sentence. Only thing I want to talk about for Bad XT is you didn't see it? Right. Uh-oh. I didn't see it. You get to you see. You can spoil it. I don't care. So, Prophets debuted, and um, all of a sudden, Percy Watson wants to remind us that he's black. <sighs> it's really uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. You should check it out. Oh boy! I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you you have to you have to see it to believe it. It's like, all right, that tag team. I think their faces. I don't remember what Angelo Dawkins' partner is, but the Angelo Dawkins on my SmackDown is in better shape than the one on TV. Well, that's good. That's all I'm saying. He's wearing like basketball shorts with pants under them. Like I'm not. Listen, I'm not even kidding. I'm not blowing smoke. Yeah. I th- I think your Angelo Dawkins is one of the best written characters in history. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> I have no idea where I'm going with it, but uh, I, I just do it. But you know what? Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. He doesn't wear the sweatband, though. It's okay. Because this guy... Well, well, if he's wrestling, he would. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, not if he's private investigating or running SmackDown or... Doing everything. Yeah. Anything else. Maybe, if, maybe when he goes to White Castle. Maybe. I think we're going to start making it so that servants go to White Castle. We need some Angelo Dawkins and Kid Kayak gear. Yeah. Should shirts? Yeah. I got to work on that. I got a lot I got to work on. Kid man. Kayak, property of Basement Jarrett Smackdown. Yeah. I'm working on so much things right now. You know, I'm just trying to get rich. You know, like you, but not like you. Right. Different. Yeah. Because that's your name. Yeah. Wealthy? Yes, wealthy. Yo, they booed Bailey on Raw, bro. I know. Oh, Bizarro World. I hate like right that. on cue. Cause, R- well, it is Canada. Yeah, but the fans are just expressing their unhappiness. A with the fact that she's injured, and B her booking. 
Yeah, well, she's going to be gone for a little while. So Even though she was scheduled, she was the number one contender, but... Who? Did Nia Jax hurt her? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they show footage, they think that she first hurt her shoulder when she was thrown out of the ring. And then the faceplant move just made it worse. I didn't catch the the initial injury. I thought the faceplant move was what did it. Did we have a conversation about the possibility of the next superstar shakeup? No. Being that some people are going to be sent to NXT from the main roster? We did not talk about that yet, but I agree with the idea. Yeah, I think some people would be better in NXT. I think Roderick Strong should live at NXT. Yeah. Because I feel like that's a good place for him. That should be his house. That should be where he lives. Because, I mean, the king of ROH. Yeah. Yeah. He could stay there and kick ass. Bobby Roode's not staying in NXT. They can't. Like, I would love him to stay there, but they're not going to let him stay there. He will eventually move up. The longer he stays there, the better for everyone. Yeah. But, I mean, except for him, really, because he'd be making a lot more money on the main roster. I think Bailey should go back. Do you now? Because she was better there. They booked her better there. This isn't good up here. And I don't know what it is. Like, they just, they just, it, something's different over up here. I say up here, like here, but yeah. technically this is New York. Yep, but this is New York. And that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. You you disagree? I think it's a tough call. Um, it depend. Here's the thing. Right now, everything about Bailey is up in the air until she comes back. But I'll tell you this. Oh, uh, supposedly she might not be back until 2018. Yeah. yeah. So, I think when she gets back. She's going to get a big push because they always do that with uh, faces returning from injury. Well, it depends on who's there. Especially considering she was the number one contender when she got hurt. They're not going to remember that. You know, they don't have to. That's a thing, man. Yeah, I get it, but it depends on where they're at when she comes back. That I mean, that's true. But, like, you don't think they're going to work her in? They, if, not they, if... They not already if, have a rough idea of when it's going to happen. Not so if can, the old man moves on. Yeah. It's up to him. I mean, isn't she the hottest merch seller for women? I don't know. I think she is. Is she, though? There's so much merch. There's so much Bailey merch. All right. Okay, man. Are you getting a cut of these profits? If I was. You know? Shit. Where's Dolph Ziggler? (sighs) It's a great question. Maybe he should go to NXT. He should just go there and just be the king. <laughs> he'd be so pissed. Would he, though? I'd, I think he'd probably have a better time down there. Isn't HBK down there? Yeah, every now and then. I don't know. Not wrestling. Well, Ziggler's not doing anything, so maybe... Literally, he could, nothing. He could be like Cesaro was in NXT, you know? I wonder if Dolph's been on main event or anything. No, he's just... Maybe he's taking time off. Your boy came back on um, NXT, uh, Eric Young. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad he uh, didn't leave. Yeah, I thought, well, we don't know. That's pre-recorded, isn't it? It is. So, who knows? 
They probably wrote him out. Uh, authors of pain probably killed him for what happened. Something. Yeah, big things. Big things. Who else? Put Dana Brooke back in NXT. Maybe move Mickey James to NXT since they're not doing anything with her on Raw. I think she wants to be on Raw. Right? Don't we all? I want to be on Raw. I'd rather be on SmackDown. All right, but if if Vince came up and said, "Do you want to be on Raw? Can I stay on SmackDown? You're not on SmackDown." Okay, I would go wherever, but I'm just saying we're talking about choices here. Obviously, if the only place I can go, I'll go to the only place I can go. That's what I'm saying. So if they if they move her to NXT, listen, she'll be there teaching everyone. Like, what veterans do they have in the ring down there besides Asuka? And Nikki, She's not Nikki that- Cross, who doesn't get a lot of matches. Well, she doesn't need matches, really, when you think about it. Who knows? Who knows? I just don't think she should go back down there. I think she's too old. Like, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean, I gave him the eyebrow. No, I'm just saying, like, they're all like, I don't know. I so feel, I feel like as a woman, an older woman, she shouldn't be wasting her time down there because everybody else is super young down there. So there's nothing she could teach them. No. You just, when you're around younger people, you look older. That's all I'm saying. So, they don't have a makeup person to fix that. Bro, makeup is not magic. Is Mickey in this for looks? Is it a beauty contest? Listen, I'm just saying. What are you trying to do to me here? She's a valuable asset that would be worth more in NXT. Like, listen. Sarah Amato is doing what she's doing, and that's fantastic. But if if these women aren't working with a veteran in the ring on TV, it's not the same. Then people are going to be wondering why she isn't a champion. Because Oscar If she's is. that good, why is she... She's not staying there. You can't keep Oscar at NXT. I think Oscar's dropping Amber Moon. She better not. Next Saturday. She's not ready, bro. Ember Moon? No. I agree she's not she's ready. She's not ready for Oscar, bro. She's not ready. She's not ready. I'm telling you, Oscar should leave NXT with the belt, just like Paige did. She wins the women's championship, and they send that belt back to NXT mm-hmm. and let them figure it out. FedEx style. Fucking, she doesn't even have to stop by. Just send that shit over. <laughs> Sit. Fuck it. Fuck him. She should be the champ. She should not be pinned. She should be... She would be the longest reigning, undefeated women's champion. And there's no one that has that. She has the longest reigning, undefeated streak, period. I know, but I'm combining. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So, no one's ever pinned her for the belt, is what they should do. She never lost it. And she's had it forever. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna, you know, that's probably the highest accolade she'll ever get because Miss McMahon's racist. Hey, I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, who knows when Shinsuke's gonna get the belt? If he beats Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam, there's no way Baron Corbin doesn't cash in on him. No kidding. Baron Corbin's gonna do the job for Cena. 
and then mm. he's gonna cash in on Shinsuke and yeah. they're gonna feud for the belt that's my prediction it might change next week but that's what I feel right now you know this money for this money in the bank concept really uh pads people's numbers as far as how many times they've won the title do you think yeah Roman's a three time champ now yeah do you remember his reigns no, no. pun intended no yeah, exactly. They Sheamus took it from him once. He lost it in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. And I think Seth beat him. And then Dean beat Seth. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's the history lesson right there. Better memory than me. One of us has to have some kind of memory. you know? Right? Yeah. Ellsworth is back. And no one cared. Why didn't they wait till SummerSlam? I don't know. I don't. Wait, think- how about how about the fact that he pushed, um, Naomi, off the top rope? Wasn't it like a? Was it a singles match? Yeah. Did the ref see it? The ref didn't see it. Then I'm saying that is male on female. He didn't touch her. Stop it. He pushed her. Oh, off God. the top rope. You're a white knight, bro. It's wrestling. Listen, here's the thing. Like, I wouldn't bring it up if the crowd didn't react that way. But they did. And the announcers were just like, Oh, Ellsworth distracted her. Distract- no, he didn't distract her. He shoved her off the top rope. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everybody's fine. Listen, I'm not upset at Ellsworth. I'm not upset about the booking of it. I'm upset that WWE is a... Av- they booked that to happen, and then they told the announcers, Make it like... He just distracted her. Because we didn't fucking see? Maybe that's what he was supposed to do and went into business for himself. You know what? If I had a chance to touch that ass, I probably would. Hmm. Well, if the referee wasn't looking, then maybe that was the spot. Because the referee knows when not to look. Yeah, exactly. Alright, fuck it. Nobody got hurt. Uh, Is Natty a face? Natty's still on SmackDown? Did she get called down to NXT yet? No, she's the number one contender for the Women's Championship. Uh. She won a... Um, oh, to yeah. Naomi's, right? Yeah. Oh, Natty's a heel. She is. Was she acting face? Kinda. Oh, it's Toronto. Well, yeah, and she there was like a backstage thing with Carmella and Ellsworth. And she she was like, she seemed face-like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me reading into it. Could be. I, th- I think it's just because she wanted to be a face in Toronto. She's fucking Canadian, bro. Owens did a good job turning on the crowd. Yeah, Kevin Owens. He's, uh... I like him as much as I like Sami Zayn. Really? I love him. I love him. Just like I love Sami Zayn. Is Sami Zayn your Christian? You know what it is, man? Sami Zayn, like, he could be cool, but, like, they don't let him. He's got no momentum. No, he has none. It's like, he's like, you ever been on a train, right? And you, you obviously, I'm just making, this is how I talk. You're on a train and, like, <laughs> you start to pick up good motion, you're going, and then it stops. Go, stop. Like that? Mm-hmm. That's Sami Zayn. Better one but for you. With shorter stops. I got a better one for you. Someone learning how to drive. Do you ever get stopped in a tunnel for 45 minutes? 
And the you know, and when half the lights in the in the subway car go out, yeah, that's Sammy. I like when the lights go out. Oh yeah, I like it too. Yeah, except unless I'm under a dark one when I'm trying to read, because and it's just like oh. you know, if you actually just read books on your phone, Fuck like that. a normal person, and stop yeah. reading a fucking book, Fuck that. like some kind of a caveman. <laughs> what are you? I bet you write on caves. You know, you draw, you you, you, you you put your notes on the cave wall. My handwriting does look like hieroglyphics. There you go, man. You're a caveman. You just admitted to be a cave person. It's okay. I Fucking guess so. Reading books. I like books. I like I, physical books. I just, They're a lot easier to loan out. I finished a book just now. I finished Who Censored Roger Rabbit. Hey, you mentioned that on something. It's the book based on the movie. The movie's based on the book. Mm-hmm. Did you know that it is probably the first so- the first example of whitewashing? Roger Rabbit mm. is brown in the book. He's a wow. brown rabbit. Wow. I bet you if that shit came out like now, people would be outraged. Well, Betty Boop is black. She is? Yep. Why is she white? She got whitewashed too? And honestly, as far as like the technology goes back then... What are you going to do? Just have... Because black ink and black people don't look the same. Okay. In case you haven't noticed. Really? Yeah. So their only other option would have been to have it completely negative. Just ha- like have no outline. Just have her like ink black and with white eyes and white... I forgot... That, and I think that would just look. I forgot a lot it was a worse. Different time. Look, my point was fuck yeah. Betty Boop. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. Did you remember the movie? A little bit. So in the movie, he's framed for murder, right? In the book, not. Oh, spoiler alert for a book that's old. In the book, he's framed for murder, mm-hmm. and he's murdered. Oh, like. So, in the book, they're tunes, but they're not like cartoons. Well, they're like the comic strip characters. Okay. That's the business. Like, that they do the scene, mm-hmm. and as a photographer, they take the picture. That's the business. Okay. The, and when they speak, it's at, you actually see word balloons hmm. when they talk. And they have the ability to make things called doppels. Mm-hmm. Which is an exact copy of themselves. Depending on how much they can concentrate, it only lasts a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently they only last two hours, but Roger Rabbit made a doppel that lasted 48 hours. Wow. And the doppel was helping the detective that he hired to solve his murder mm. and clear his name. Long story short, there's a genie. Mm-hmm. There's two brothers. Mm-hmm. Turns out they're cartoons who wish to be human. And mm-hmm. for riches and shit. Jessica Rabbit did not love Roger Rabbit. Aww. She married him because he made a wish to the genie. The genie is an asshole. Hated granting wishes. Mm-hmm. The first thing he did was add a, a hook. You know how, like, be careful what you wish for. It's always right. something attached to it. Like, mm-hmm. Jessica Rabbit loved him. But after a year, she's like, uh-uh, no thank you. Mm-hmm. He started killing people. So, like, he's killed people before, and you find out that the genie shot the original Roger Rabbit. Hmm. And you, a, a tune can die regular. Like, you just shoot mm-hmm. him with a regular gun. 
you yeah. know, which is dip. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it turns out Roger Rabbit wasn't innocent of the crime he committed. He still, mm. he killed a guy. And you find out at the end, he hired a detective to frame the detective. Eddie. Yeah, he hired Eddie mm. to murder this guy named Rocco, mm-hmm. who was holding on to Roger's contract. And Rocco was also, Jessica was married to Rocco. She left Rocco for Roger because he made the wish. Mm. Then she went back to Rocco. It's a, it's convoluted. But Sounds he was it. <sighs> I should have just lent it to you, but you probably wouldn't have read it. I, I don't know if I'd want to. Huh. I like my Roger Rabbit. I don't know. He seemed cool. Like, a, like a little bit smarter, but like, weird. I don't know. Anyway, I'm done. Uh, Basement Booker's Book Club is now closed <laughs> because Rich brought up books. Are you ready to read your, uh, 10 minute episode? <clears throat> I am. Clear your throat. Clear. I am. All right, everybody, clear your assholes, because Rich is about to penetrate you with Riz's raw, Why? raw dog. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just want to make people uncomfortable if they're listening to this without their headphones on. Yeah, that's... <laughs> or with their headphones on, even. Yeah, well, if you're listening to it with your headphones on, you could really feel my presence. Like, by the way, NSFW... Oh, it says it's Raider R... When you start the podcast, it <laughs> says you say that it's explicit content, which, by the way, I think that means something different. No. Does? means we curse. Okay. I got you. If we were rated X, we're missing a few key elements to make that. You mean like girls? Yeah. Yeah. Well, as always... Riz's Raw starts off with a recap of last week's Raw. What are you trying to say? Raw recap? No, I'm trying to say that Raw always has a recap. Alright, this is my last interruption until the end. Okay, so the recap of last week's Raw shows Sasha beating Dana Brooke while, while Bailey and Oscar were on commentary, with Oscar remaining silent but threatening the entire time. Me telling Wesley Blake that there was no security footage of the attack on his buddy, Murphy, and Blake's failed interrogations of the club and Paul Ellering. Aries beat Zack Ryder in a non-title match. AJ Styles beat Kevin Owens with a calf crusher in a no-DQ match for the number one contendership to Samoa Joe's Global Championship, and Brock's subsequent attack on Kevin Owens, who fought him off with brass knucks and took out his knee with a chair. And now, segment one. Paul Heyman opens the show in the ring, talking to the WWE Universe. Ladies and gentlemen, last week, my client, Brock Lesnar, was viciously attacked by a man who clearly cannot bear to face my client in a fair fight. As a result, my beast is currently rehabbing a torn ACL and cannot walk. My client, Brock Lesnar... Gave me a message to give to this coward, Kevin Owens. The crowd boos, and Owens walks down the ramp with the now-disfigured chair that he used to injure the beast just last week. He's almost at the ring when Brock comes out from under the ring, startling Owens, who could barely turn to run fast enough. Brock is on him quickly, seemingly uninjured, and starts pummeling his rival. Brock gets Owens up and starts digging 
starts dragging him towards the ring, and Owens hits the previously thought injured knee with the chair. Brock delivers a knee to the gut, and Owens gets in a few more shots to the knee before Brock lays him out with a vicious lariat, takes him to Suplex City, and finishes him off with an F5. Heyman, down at ringside since the melee began, still has his mic. As I was saying, my client, Brock Lesnar, wants to be done with this so-called prize fighter and be on with his quest for the global championship. And we can think of no better way to end this feud than inside a steel cage. Heyman and Brock walk off. Brock's selling a little bit. Segment 2. AJ Styles is in my office, and he says, So that's it? No more rematches, no more botched finishes, I finally get my shot at Joe one-on-one for the global championship? I say, Yeah, man, you earned it. We have no OEC eye-to-eye, but... Joe walks in, gets face-to-face with AJ. Security trails in behind him, and get between the two when Joe gets close. I say, listen, I'm sure both of you have a lot you want to say to each other, so I schedule the contract signing for tonight. You'll each have your chance to talk, and we'll make this official, but I don't want any physicality before your match. The champ nods and walks off. AJ's playing it off like he wasn't nervous. Segment 3. Blake and Murphy are talking backstage about the lack of luck in the investigation when they get a certified letter hand-delivered to them. Blake reads it. At the next pay-per-view, the truth will be revealed, and you will both fall. Murphy looks apprehensive, but Blake looks determined. Segment 4. Sasha versus Eva Marie with Bailey on commentary. Much like last week against Dana Brooke, Sasha controls most of the match, and Bailey puts Sasha over at the table. The announcers discuss Asuka's disturbing presence last week, and out she comes right on cue, but towards the ring this time. Sasha is distracted briefly, and Eva Marie shoves her out of the ring, where she lands hard, hurting the same shoulder that was worked on last week. Asuka just looms over her with that creepy, I'm going to chop you up and make a Sasha casserole smile. Sasha gets up and gets face to face with Asuka. At this point, Eva Marie tries for a suicide dive onto both of them, but they back away from one another, and Miss All Red Everything lands like the All Red Hindenburg. Without taking her eyes off Asuka, Sasha grabs Eva Marie and tosses her into the ring, follows her in, hits the backstabber, transitions into the bank statement for the win. Asuka backs up the ramp, still grinning like a pedophile in the schoolyard in the 80s. Graves again threatens bodily harm to Michael Cole for his so-called jokes. Segment 5. Blake and Murphy are in my office showing me the letter, to which I say, No, I haven't heard anything about this, but I'll tell you what. I know you're itching to get your hands on whoever it was that attacked Murphy, and since they want to reveal themselves at the pay-per-view, I can give you guys the opener. You open the show, call them out, and we'll see what happens. The rival interrupts, saying they want a match. I ask Blake and Murphy if they're ready, now that Murphy's cleared, and they are, and I send them out to the ring. Segment 5.1 Blake and Murphy start out fast and furious, but the teamwork of the Revival turn the tide quickly. They isolate Murphy, and the announcers speculate that they think he's the weak link. He holds his own long enough for a miscue, and makes the hot tag to Blake, who cleans house, knocks Dash off the apron, and hits the spinning face buster on Dawson for the win. That's his finisher, by the way. Oh. I looked up on the Wikipedia. That's funny. Segment 6 Aries comes out and issues an open challenge for his U.S. title, and out comes Ryback to accept. 
Aries starts the match by taking advantage of his speed, but Ryback eventually catches him and hits a running power slam, and Aries is in trouble. Ryback is setting up for his meat hook when Darren Young runs down and attacks the big guy from behind, causing the disqualification. Young works Ryback over, getting in a few surprisingly good shots when Bob Backlund runs down into the ring, rips off his shirt, and attacks Darren Young. The announcers remind us that the last time we saw Backlund and Young, they brawled up the Booker Mania ramp. Backlund's attack was all Ryback needed to set up Darren Young for the shell shock. Ayers just watched what was happening from the outside. And then Young and... Sorry. I didn't write this in. I was supposed to. And then um, Ryback and Backlund celebrate in the ring. Or gloat in the ring. Segment 6.1. Backstage, Tom Phillips, of all people, caught up with Aries. Austin Aries, I have to ask you, why did you just watch that 2-on-1 attack on Darren Young just now? Aries responds, Tom, that's about the stupidest question I've ever heard. Here, go eat a banana. And he grabs a banana from seemingly nowhere and shoves Tom out of frame. If I have to explain myself, it'll be directly to the universe. First of all, Young started it and should have thought about what might happen beforehand. Second, he cost me my my match. Granted, I retain the title on a disqualification loss, but I don't like losing. Third, have you seen Bob Backlund? He's like 90 years old and can still go. I say I don't want to hurt an old man, but more so, I don't want an old man to hurt me. He walks off and the camera cuts to Tom eating his banana, looking like he finally understands. Segment 7. Gallows and Anderson vs. The Usos. The club control most of the match. The Usos play some switcheroo and gain the upper hand, but that doesn't last long, and the club beat the Usos with the Buddha Doom. Post-match, the New Day come on the Tron, and Kofi says, Hey, fools, remember us? Xavier says, Yeah, the guys you owe a rematch to. He says, Oh, yeah, we're getting our rematch. Yeah, we're getting it good. Ooh, are you ready? Are you ready? Woods says, Calm down, E, calm down. You're sweating again. Now, boys and girls club, we've been watching you while healing up, and we know your game. We've seen your game. We've learned your game. And we're going to beat you at your game. Kofi says, Yeah, we've been playing Monopoly, Chinese checkers, backgammon. He says, I hate backgammon. Uh-uh. Wood says, No, no, not those games. Well, we beat you at those too, but that's not the point. We're coming for those tag titles. And nothing will stop us from becoming your new WWE World Tag Team Champions! Gallows and Anderson each have a mic now, and they look at each other, call them nerds, and exit. Segment 8. The ring is set up for the traditional contract signing. I introduce, first, the number one contender to the global championship, AJ Styles. Comes out to a mixed reaction, but mostly heat. Followed by the reigning, defending global champion, Samoa Joe who comes out to a definitive pop. Gentlemen, as I said earlier, I don't want any physicality before your match. Right now, I'd like to give you each the opportunity to say your piece. We'll start with the challenger, AJ Styles. Joe, you know me. We've traveled the world together. You know what I'm about. I collect championships. The fact that I was overlooked for so long is indicative of how mismanaged the show is, and now that I'm finally number one contender, I'm going to fix that. I'm taking that title, Joe. I've taken titles from you before, and I'll do it again. But you have to ask yourself, how will it happen? Styles Clash? Phenomenal Forearm? Calf Crusher? Either way, I've got your number, Joe, and that title will be mine. Joe responds, 
You're right, AJ. We've traveled the world, traded wins and losses and championships, but this is the big leagues. This title right here is the biggest prize there is, and I don't plan on losing it. Not to you, not to anyone. Remember who I am. I'm the Samoan submission machine. I have a counter for more moves than you know. If you fly at me, I'll catch you in the Kikina Clutch. If you stay on the ground, I'll catch you in the Kikina Clutch. If you get in the ring with me, I'll get you in the Kikina Clutch. One way or the other, AJ, you're going to do what they all do. Tap out or pass out. AJ stands up, as does Joe. And a bunch of security guards immediately run out from the back, getting in between them. AJ scuffles with the guards on his side of the table, gets past them and onto the table, and goes to leap at Joe. Joe sees his coming, shoves his guards out of the way, and catches AJ in an arm triangle choke as he tries for the phenomenal forearm. The guards try to pull Joe off of AJ, and eventually succeed, but AJ is groggy and gasping for breath as Joe walks up the ramp. And we close the show. Are you doing Breezango? No. Oh, because they for what? also... For the... It's like a combination of what the Enzo casting and, like, Breezango. Talking about Blake and Murphy? Yeah. I, I already know where I'm going, and no. Because it's like a combination of the two. Because, like, they were attacked, and they're like, this Sunday, blah, blah, blah. And no I forgot about that, actually. Yeah. But no. Okay. Um, I agree with AJ Styles that that show is not managed well. <laughs> um, and you've never been able to see eye to eye with AJ Styles because he's taller than you. Not that much. He's tall enough where you can't see eye to eye with him. You've never seen eye to eye with AJ Styles. No, I have not. And, uh, that's good. It's good. Good show, man. Thank you. Are you trying to have a personality now? What's going on here? Writing jokes and shit, this nigga? Writing jokes, bro. What? Trying to steal my shit? Trying to steal my my angle? No, that's Michael Cole with the jokes. I'm the entertaining one. Alright? And the New Day with the jokes. Yeah, but you wrote them. Yeah, but I was I didn't I didn't perform them. Yeah, they performed them. Alright. You you wrote it and you're re- you're reading it. What are you doing? But in my head, they performed them. No, but you fucking said it. I, I said it, but... Paper, which means... I said they said it. You're trying actually. to steal... I didn't say it. I said they said it. That's different. They said it. You wrote it! <laughs> you wrote it! So? It's your shit. I'm trying to give you credit. What the fuck are you doing? Okay. I don't oh, understand you I thought you, you, I thought you were getting heated because I'm telling jokes. No, well... Because you said it's your thing. It is my thing to write entertaining characters and now you're doing that oh well thank you for yeah, saying my characters cutting on my shit alright mm. so wait is Austin Aries a face yeah I don't understand that he's mean he's not a nice man he 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 shoved poor uh what's that guy Tom Phillips yeah gave him banana Just disrespected him rock and coach it's different why? Because they black? You know what would be better <laughs> if it was... What's the what's that uh, black young man's name on SmackDown? The what? The black, black fella. The black young man. Uh, Byron. Byron. It should have been Byron. It would have been funnier. See, no one wants Byron. And it's Tom Phillips. I respect him really... Is it because... No, I respect Byron more. Byron at least used to wrestle. That's true. Wow, I respect Byron more. Who's blacker, Percy Watson 
Or Byron Saxon. No. Right? <laughs> uh, it's weird. It's like... If I heard them on the radio, I would just think they're a couple white guys. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Except when, when Percy says, Come on now. Yeah, that's rare. I wonder if somebody yells at him in his headset not to say that. No, I feel like every episode he says that. Sometimes I feel like I was born the wrong color. This is for a different <laughs> podcast, but we can record that one right after this if you want. I'm not doing that shit, because then I have to edit. I'm not editing shit. You got any more to add? I don't. That's it for that. And you can cut all of that shit. Starting with <laughs> segment one. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I made a joke. He's a dick. I know. Dick. Uh, how should we close this? I know we have a close, but this should we should leave on a good note. Let us know what you thought of Riz's Raw. If you have any um input, the fact that Rich has been not even using AJ Styles up until recently. If you have, a, if you want to ask, it fuels him. AJ. Now you're trying to turn. And I remembered something. AJ actually was used on Bookamania. He was he he was the last man eliminated in the Raw Rumble. Oh, the last man eliminated Mm -hmm. in the Raw Rumble. Got it. Okay, great. Which means he was second place. So first place loser. The first time you use him, he lost. That wasn't the first time I used him. It was the first time I used him in a while. But the first time you used him is the Raw Rumble. Not at all. I've used him before. Oh, really? For what? I don't remember. Exactly. I don't believe you. It's freaking 10 other episodes of this shit. Is there? Yeah. I don't remember. That was Riz's Raw episode 11. Because I reset mine. I started over. Remember it was season 2. Yeah. Because we don't make these often enough because you're a dick. And um... Because I don't have time? You're a dick. And what I was saying was every story arc is a season. Like they're chapters. Yeah, but you shouldn't start and end each storyline at the same time. I do what I want to fucking do. You do what you want to fucking do. That's right. That's right. It's my show. It's my show. You can't Your SmackDown, me. yeah. Yeah. My show. My SmackDown. I'll talk about this because this is my show. I'm Our show? About, listen, this is my show. Our listen, show? Do I have to trademark this podcast? Basement Booker's? Sure. I have to. Property do of Rich the Riz and Basement Jair. So I'm ending on a high note. I'm ending on a high note right now. This is the because I want after your episode ends and you get the positive reaction, then it's this part, right? Yeah. Do you have anything you wanted to add? Is there a preview to the next Riz's Raw? Well, I think the next versus Raw is the go-home for the next pay-per-view. This might help you, you know. While you're editing, mm-hmm. you can write down. Well, I, I I have a few ideas. I figure there's one more there's one more Raw before the pay-per-view. Are we doing well, we got to figure out if we're doing a joint pay-per-view or if it's going to be Raw and then you do a SmackDown. Um I need my own. Okay. Uh let's see. Do you want a preview? Uh the team that's been attacking uh, the attacked Murphy will not be revealed next week, or maybe they will. Maybe they'll show themselves early. 
I'm sure the tension between Kevin Owens and Brock Lesnar will continue. Sexually. No. Okay, good. I'm sure that the tension between AJ Styles and the global champion Samoa Joe will continue. The New Day will probably continue to taunt the club, or try at least, since club's the tag champs. Uh, Blake and Murphy can cash in whenever they want on Blake's title shot. And maybe Austin Aries will have another U.S. Open Challenge. And will we see more of Darren Young and Bob Backlund beating the hell out of each other? And will we? are Ryback and Bob Backlund associated now? These are good questions. Now, uh, take us through your writing process. All right, what I do, I open up a window in Google Docs, right, with a new tab, with a new uh, new document. And then I, tab 100? Yeah, uh, no, I, I use new windows. Oh, okay. Because there's just there's too many tabs. And it would be like probably like 45 at this point. I've cut it down a little. Um, After that, I open up the last three episodes of Riz's Raw, and I open up my roster so I can see who I'm working with. I'm like, okay, I look at... The storylines that progressed last week, how they progressed from the week before, and where they should probably go. I look at things that maybe happened the week before, or the week before, or the week before, see if I need to bring anything back. Um, Darren Young and Bob Backlund, right back, and see what works, what doesn't, and hopefully, right without interruption. Cool. I just want to apologize to the Bookiverse. I didn't think that he thought I was serious. But that's good information. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You. Okay, well, okay. Okay. Honestly, in all seriousness, I just just want want the Bookiverse to know. That was so good. I I want everyone to know I'm serious right now. I think you're a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fun. (laughs) <laughs> All right, thanks guys. Facebook bookers on Facebook, Twitter, uh, whatever, man. Hashtag follow the bookers. Jerry's a dick. I don't care. DMs are open. Send nudes. Uh, to Rich Torres. I don't want any of them. Keep yes, them. ladies only. Yeah, ladies. Ladies, feel free. Send all your naked pics and titties to Rich Torres on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Peace. We've reached the end of this exciting episode of the Basement Bookers podcast. And both Rich Deriz and Basement Chair really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. You can catch us on Stitcher and wherever podcasts are available. Feel free to check out the Basement Bookers Facebook page. Head over to Twitter if you want to contact us directly. It's the best way. Rich Deriz... R-I-C-H-T-H-E-R-I-Z and Basement Jer. It's like Basement Jerk, but you take out the K. Thanks for listening, everybody. And the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker!